On today's show, we're going to be talking specifically about Ontario long-term disability claims and what your rights are if your Ontario insurance company has denied your application for long-term disability. I'm Andrew Iacobelli. I'm a personal injury lawyer with Iacobelli Law Firm. And my name is Colton Lung, and I'm a personal injury lawyer with Iacobelli Law Firm. On this show, we talk about your rights if you've been involved in an accident or if you have an injury or an insurance claim. So, Ontario long-term disability claims. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about what those are and how we get involved in those kind of cases. Whenever you are involved in an accident, let's say a motor vehicle accident or a slip and fall injury, and you have long-term disability through work or through another insurance company, you're able to apply to these long-term disability benefits and you get compensated for your time that you miss off of work for that specific injury. Client comes to us specifically for a long-term disability claim that's been denied. Uh Another scenario would be where we're representing the person in connection with another injury, whether it's from a car accident, slip and fall, or a defective product or whatever it might be. And then it just evolves that they're unable to return to work for for an extended period of time. And then an application has to be made for long-term disability. As long as the the carrier, the insurance company is paying those benefits, our role is really just to support it. So what happens though, if the insurance company has been paying it for six months or eight months or maybe more, and then they either get the person assessed or they get some new medical records and they make a determination the person's no longer eligible. We are able to assist in trying to um, reverse that denial. So we basically, we advocate on your behalf, we obtain clinical notes and records, uh, you know, we might get some expert reports to show uh, the insurance company and to prove to them that you are uh, disabled from working you know, your employment or any other employment. And we're gonna get to that a bit later just because the test does change, um, you know, usually after the two year mark. But we try to advocate on your behalf to have ongoing entitlement of benefits or in the alternative, long-term disability carriers, they much rather prefer to, you know, uh, resolve the claim in its entirety and pay you for five years down the road in total or whatever the time frame is. Unlike other areas of law that we practice, Long-term disability is, although they're, they're similar oftentimes, each one is different. They have different tests, different language, different quantum. Some are taxable benefits, some are non-taxable. So it's really important for us to get a hold of the contract itself and read the language and then kind of strategize what's the best avenue to prove this case, right? Because at the end of the day, we're trying to prove that the insurance company is in breach of the policy or in breach of the contract. What are some of the tests that you typically see in long-term disability to be eligible? Within, let's say, the first two years or 104 weeks, the test is uh, you are considered to be disabled if you are completely unable to return back to your own form of employment. So, for example, let's say your employment at the time of the accident or at the time of your disability or injury is a nurse. Right? So the test is you can't go back to uh, working as a nurse within the first two years. The test changes to not being able to uh, go back to any form of employment of which you are suitable by way of training, employment, uh, education, etc. 
Generally, the test is less restrictive in the first two years, and after the two years, it becomes more restrictive, harder to meet that test. I think I would also say there's things that people could do that would terminate your benefits sooner, right? So it will oftentimes, these policies are written till age 65 or retirement, whichever is sooner. So sometimes people might make the mistake of retiring. Maybe they're near retirement, they're fighting with their disability carrier, not paying, and then they say, well, maybe I can get a pension. Maybe I'll quit this job or something else. Or severance package or something. Right, but those steps could actually undermine your claim, could actually eliminate your claim for future benefits. If you are thinking of making a decision like that to quit or to retire early and you have access to a disability plan, even though it's been denied, speak to a lawyer first because you might be giving up a lot of money. And then I think it's also important to stress that all of these contracts are different. So while we're talking about what we generally see or oftentimes see, it's really important that we look at the contract and see what the specific terms of that policy are. In most cases, do you have to file a lawsuit to get them to restore the benefits? Yes, 99% uh, of the time, uh, we do have to issue the statement of claim or in other words, file a lawsuit uh, before the insurance company gets in touch with us um, and then we try to you know, explain to them the situation, provide them with documentation, medical documentation. You know, if they're of the opinion that you're still not disabled, then we proceed to litigation and, you know, go through the normal recourses and normal steps of uh, pushing it forward in the litigation realm. Now, what happens if the long-term disability claim is connected to another injury? So here's the example. Client comes in, they were in a serious car accident. In the beginning, they're off work. They're on short-term disability. They use up all of their sick time. And then as time goes on, unfortunately, they are unable to return to work. And so they also commence a claim for long-term disability. We have this claim going on to recover money because they were injured in a car accident. But now you also have concurrently another claim going on for long-term disability. Most of the times the insurance company or the lawyer for the motor vehicle accident claim would also want to know what's happening with the long-term disability claim just because they do go hand in hand. Let's say long-term disability indicates that you are still unable to return back to work and you're deemed disabled. It actually helps because it actually shows this individual is unable to return back to work because of uh, the motor vehicle accident itself. The acceptance of, of long-term disability or the success of that claim can lend itself to more success in the other claim. Uh -huh. But what about double recovery? Talk a little bit about set-offs and how those two relate to the recovery. So generally speaking, if you do recover, uh, let's say future income loss or past income loss from your long-term disability claim, the motor vehicle accident claim, they're allowed a set-off for whatever the long-term disability carrier paid you because you can't recover the same amount of money from both sides. Even if there is you know, a set-off, nonetheless, it does help with the motor vehicle accident claim in itself because it does make it stronger and also, if there is no dispute with the long-term disability carrier and you settle with the at-fault party on whether it's a car accident or a slip and fall or something else, you're not paying fees on that amount of money that's being paid by the long-term disability carrier on an ongoing basis. So for instance, as your lawyers, we would charge you fees for the work we do in settling, let's say the car accident case, but if the long-term disability has accepted you, has disabled and is continuing to make those interim payments to you, 
we, we're not charging you anything on that. <laughs> so the client gets that money without paying a lawyer. The only time we would collect the fee on that is if it got into litigation, if we had to resolve the case or file a lawsuit or, or something of that nature. It's also important to note that whenever there is a denial from a long-term disability carrier, they would send you a denial email or denial letter listing their reasons for your denial and the date that it's denied on. And this date is very important because there are time limitations and due dates for us to commence a lawsuit within a specified period of time. Fatal mistake is sometimes where a client tries to deal with it on their own and get some supplemental records. And in the meantime, precious time is going by. And sometimes if you get to a lawyer late, even if the hard deadline hasn't expired, a lot of lawyers just won't take that case because they don't want the risk of taking on a case without ample period of time to properly investigate it and obtain all the information necessary to file a lawsuit. I think that's a really important point. Do not delay. Get a consultation with an experienced lawyer soon. So some of the reasons that we see uh, where people have been denied long-term disability, from my perspective, very often it's because of a lack of just medical support. Lack of following doctor's advice for treatment. Because an insurance company, they're of the opinion where if an individual isn't continuing on with their treatment or on doctor's advice, they're not really as injured as they are or they're not disabled because they're not seeking medical treatment that was referred to them or uh, recommended to them by their treating family doctor. Uh, to an insurance company, that's an opportunity because now you don't have treating doctors to say you have this ongoing injury or disability. So the insurance company will use that as an opportunity to kind of supplement with their own opinions. The topic of long-term disability is, is really specific to your particular policy of insurance. And so it's important if you've been denied or your claim is being delayed or the insurance company is questioning uh, whether to continue paying you or proposing changes to your benefits to, to seek the advice of a lawyer. Just sit down with a lawyer, have them review your policy, get advice so you can make an informed decision and most importantly, protect your rights in the event you have to bring a claim against that insurance company. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach uh, out to us at any time. Our contact information is listed below.